It was the heart rate challenge. I know some of you are dying, but I love it. Welcome back to a brand new episode of My Pot on Paper, proudly brought to you by Dyson. I'm your host, Orla Condon, and joining me tonight is podcaster and our producer, Cassie Delaney. We've lots to discuss, so let's get stuck in. Okay, I know many of you will still be recovering from the torture that is the heart rate challenge. I know it's a tough watch for some of you. I personally find it a laugh. I'm sorry, judge me, you can't. Joining me to discuss it all, producer Cassie Delaney. You have not been far from the podcast this whole time, uh, but our listeners will all have heard from you for a little while. How are you doing? I know your thoughts, but would you like to share any updates with the listeners? Do you know what, Orla? I'm in a good place um, with this season. I am, I have to say. Um, I have a lot mm-hmm. of thoughts on tonight's episode. I, I, I haven't been with you now since day one. We mm. talked out loud to the public. Yeah. Um, I stand by some of the statements I made then. Yeah. I still think Shaq is our clear winner. I'm going to say Shaq, solo Shaq. Oh, okay. Had a couple of thoughts on it, but I think they're great. Um, yeah. And yeah, we've just, we've, we've, we've evolved into actually quite a compelling season, I think. Really did not expect it to go this way. Like we no. were very nervous this season because we were like, you know, the the kind of anticipation for the series was a little bit low heading into it. We knew that the viewership was probably going to be down. It's a tough old slog to work it when it's not a great series. But we have been like consistently saying like, it's good. Like it's really we, delivering. <laughs> got to be an asshole here. We manifested this back <laughs> in week one. You are welcome. Yeah. We did this for you, general public. We said, you know what the straights need? <laughs> they, they need, need to watch season. some young 20-something-year-olds twerking their asses. Wow. And we've here we've facilitated it, you know? Mm-hmm. We've perpetuated yeah. straight culture. There you go. Really, yeah. Now, yeah. what have you done for us? You know? It's exactly. a give and a take. No, it's been good. I feel like the pacing has been cracker. We are it feels like we've had so much more telly than we have. Like the fact in one way, I'm like, I can't believe we're nearly four weeks through. And in another way, I'm like, has it only been four weeks because we've just had so much. That's but it. Yeah. Night was bumper packed. We had uh love, we had breakups, we had reunions, we had arguments, we had um makeups of friendships potentially i put a little asterisk on that we had the heart rate challenge which is always a a good conversation starter and we had bombshells it did not lack uh from content a little bit longer tonight's episode so we've loads to discuss so let's pick up at the top of the episode where lana is talking is it's nighttime and lana is talking to tom i don't know who she's talking to here Miss that note. Apologies. She's saying anyway, I don't want it to get too deep because I'm really like Casey. I'm going to tell him, oh, she's talking to Tanya and Jesse. That's what she's Yeah, yeah. And she's yeah, saying, I'm going to tell him that I want to be honest with him about how I'm feeling and that I'm still feeling wrong. Um, Tanyelle is saying, oh, they're all getting ready. That's what's going on. Sorry, 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 sorry. Tanyelle is saying, uh, you know, like, totally do you. Like, you got to be honest. You got to be true to yourself. It's a little bit of that back and forth at the top of the episode. Yeah. Tom is downstairs and he's saying that he wants to kiss Sammy tonight. Did he have a Sammy? Oh, <laughs> I spent a lot of tonight's episode being like, is, I mean, it's obviously, it's been a while, mm-hmm. but I was like, is that a Sammy? Yeah. Are they, are they the shorts. the shorts? Yeah. 
I they definitely were so not equipped <laughs> to make all of this. I thought, yeah, you're asking the wrong people. You're asking the wrong guys. You have come <laughs> to the wrong square peg in a circular hole and all that. Um, there no pegs in any holes. Uh, there is. <laughs> there was yesterday where I was like, "Are they stuffing themselves in that gladiator challenge?" Is oh, the, those like gold hot pants. Yeah, but didn't they once? Did someone's? Am I imagining this? Or did some socks not hang fall out of someone one time when they were doing a challenge? Dammy, like Dammy definitely shoved socks down his shorts last year. I remember that. Yeah. Um, well, we, definitely thought there was a little more bulge than I was expecting from Dom at the top of the episode. I let you, you guys let us know. Let us know. We're, we're not sure. Um, yeah. Danielle and Jesse rocking the blowouts tonight. Shout out to our partners, Dyson. Top tip from Danielle there, Cassie, you know well. We're air wrap girlies, me and you, through and through. With, oh. a little, with a little roller in the fringe to let her set, to get her nice and bouncy. I was like, love to see that top tip from Danielle at the top of the episode. Yeah, absolutely gorge. Yeah, it's a treat. Works a treat, guys, if anyone's got it. Try it out. Um, Casey and Lana are having their first chat. We're straight into the drama tonight. Casey is saying that he's feeling good. He's asking Lana how she's doing. And she says that she needs to be honest with Casey about things. Uh, the situation isn't resolved. I'm glad I recoupled with you because I wanted to see where we were at. But I do feel like my heart is somewhere else. Casey says that's fair. Lana says, I need to have my time with Ron. I recoupled with you for a reason. I do think you're amazing. You're obviously really handsome and a great guy, but I can't help how I feel. Casey says, I'm disappointed, um, but he's taking it well. And he's saying, you know, it's obviously tough. I've come into a situation where you've done a lot already with Ron and built that up. And Lana's saying, I don't want to give you mixed signals and string you along. And Casey's saying, well, look, I don't want to force it if it's not there or not on your side. Or are you saying that you're still unsure and want to keep both of us? And she says, no, no, I think I'm sure. And she's like, are you mad at me? And he says, no, like, that's how you feel at the end of the day. So I can't be mad at you. It's fine. Don't worry. Let's talk it out. And then she's saying, look, we are in a couple. So I don't want you to think I won't be here for you. And then she's like, I, I, I obviously make a really good wing woman as well. And he's like, oh, God, like, I know I've been friend zoned when I say you've been wing woman. And I just thought this was so interesting because on the face of it, I didn't see anything hugely wrong with it. And um, mostly because we've never seen the boys react to a statement like that on this show before but then watching the boys discuss it and be like oh my god that's salt in the wound I was like oh yeah that makes total sense actually why that would be really upsetting for you to hear I think I've just never seen men on this show process emotions like I have this year so it's taken me aback when they're like that was a bit hurtful I'm like oh my god very very interesting to watch it all unfold first of all I really really like Casey and I think he comes out shining out of this Mm -hmm. episode he also looks like every single member of A1 squished into the one person so like I really rate him for that Mm -hmm. um but I think yeah the way he handled like he's definitely a sensitive little soul um and I think he handled this really I think he handled this really, really well. But I think that Lana walked into the conversation very, very softly and it evolved into a kind of like deading it, as they say. Like, I think that she was like really skirting around it for a really long time and his sort of directness made it easier. But yeah, you could totally understand why 10 minutes prior to this conversation, he thought all was good. And then she was saying she'd be his wing woman because that is not confusion. That is like, I am not just like, certain about Ron it's I have no emotional feelings for you whatsoever and I will be fine watching you move on with somebody else yeah and like it's it's so shit as well because Casey as he verbalized to Lana many times and as we've seen 
has fully just gone for her. Like all of his eggs are firmly in her basket. So for her to recouple with him and then so quickly change her mind, which she is entitled to do. I just think it's a sh- she needs to understand how shit that is for Casey, a guy who has fully invested his entire time here into her and has been led to believe that she then wants to pursue that only for her to change her mind within like 24 hours. And I think, you know, her reaction to him later in the episode when he gets obviously a little bit more upset is disappointing given all she has been through and the boundaries that she has set, tried to set for herself and that have been broken and the hurt she's felt, like how she can't see what she has done to Casey is exactly the same. Oh yeah, for sure. And also I think, um, sorry, I had a good point to make there that has just gone clean out of my I mind. I when that happens. Just went like straight out of it. Um, she, oh yeah, sorry. She is only parroting the things that Ron has said to her yesterday back to him. And yeah. I think that goes to show how like she was always going to go back to Ron and it's totally under his spell. Um, like when he was like, you have made a mistake and you have done this and yada, yada, yada. Like I, I would be better for you. She is now just rephrasing that and saying that around to other people. Cause she's yeah. just totally influenced by him. Yeah. Um, this kind of spills onto a few different conversations happening around the villa. Casey joins Jordan and Tom and they're just having like a quick check in. And he's like, I've just been fully friend zoned. Tom is like, shut up. What happened? And Casey's saying she just said that her heart is still with Ron. She said she wanted to couple up and explore it, but then said uh, that I can be a good wing woman and just rubbed it in a little and I'm really not okay. The boys are like clearly very disappointed for him and Will is saying, I'm going to give you a quick cuddle. Tom is like, you've been in the bed one night and she's she's saying that she's really given it a go. Casey's like, I've come in here. I've been a footstool for her. And now she's got up and gone back to Ron. And it just pisses me off how smug Ron is going to be now. And the boys are all agreeing. Will is saying at the end of the day, it's her loss. And I just think, again, we have never seen this kind of discourse in my mm. memory, maybe in the very early seasons, maybe like Kem and Chris's year, we saw that kind of, potentially we saw that kind of chat. In recent years, this is far from the kind of talk we see the yeah. boys having after this kind of situation. And I also think what this episode proves is finally the kind of strength that you inherently get as an OG can be shaken. Ron is an OG in this villa. Casey is one of the latest arrivals in this villa. And from my reading of the situation, if the boys had to take sides tonight, they would have taken Casey's Casey's. 100%. But this is the thing about Ron. Like, I think there was more to him that we are not seeing because the guys are continuously calling him out in even small ways. Like even Tom was calling him out the other day. (laughs) So to see that or to see, um, you know, it was a Tom and Shaq or Kai in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. saying that like you know out of respect that wouldn't have gone far and then we'll see later on in the conversation that Shaq calls them out again I think what's really frustrating for them is that they are doing what they should be doing and calling him out and he keeps saying he's changing and he keeps saying yeah. he's going to do this and he's not doing it and it's so frustrating yeah um and yeah I think that like I don't think the OG status is as important for the men because our like when you think of winners like um, wasn't was Liam not Liam and Millie? Was Liam not a bombshell? Liam was a bombshell. Yeah, Liam yeah. was a bombshell. So was Our, Millie, though. She was a she was a bombshell, wasn't she? 
They were both were they both early early enough? I'd say then. Obviously, we like forget about these people the minute we truly um, stop recording. And I'm just like talking over myself now as I try to remember who's last year's winner was. Um, and obviously, like Greg and Amber, like Greg O'Shea came in two weeks before the like twelve days or something before winning the show. So I think the I think that that good lads can triumph in there. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. I just think what what must be fr- what you're saying there as well about like the frustration of Ron kind of saying one thing and doing another. I can imagine for the lads as well the frustration also being that he's getting away with it, like that he's winning. Like yeah, he might have had a rough week and he might have been on the back foot there for a week and you know struggled to find a strong couple to keep him safe. Although he had Tanyelle, but like eventually he has won, and I can imagine for the lads they're probably like. How has he done all this snaky shit? Like even Aaron and Spencer were on After Sun on Sunday night. We mentioned it this week already, but saying, you know, that if anyone is playing a game in there, it's Ron. Like all mm-hmm. of the boys seem to be unanimous that like Ron is definitely playing a bit of a game and they think that his tactics are a bit sneaky. But yes, he is successful. Like Lana is back with him again. Um, she is talking to Sammy and Tanyelle and she is saying, I think I said the wrong thing at the end to Casey. I said about being a wing woman and then he just got up and walked away. And I was like, that's also not what he did. He also made a playful joke about it, about it hurting him as he walked away. He didn't just walk away from you. Um, yeah. And the girls were kind of like, what, what? And it's like, you're actually misrepresenting what Casey did. Like he actually took it very well. And now he's got off to process it. Sammy is like, look, you can't force things with anybody in here. It's just not you to do that. Tanyelle is saying, I, res- I respect um, Casey for coming in here and putting all of his efforts into you. Lana saying, I think it's just a bit raw now. So I'm going to wait to talk to Ron. And in the beach, she's saying that she's glad she's had the conversation with Casey um, and that everything is out in the open. Um, Kind of a a little break from from that stuff for a moment because Jordan is pulling Tanyelle for a chat. So they obviously were on a date when Jordan got his first date and he came in as a bombshell. We saw a little bit of flirtation from them. When was it? Sunday night or last night? When do we have the recall? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's sort of just there in the background. Yeah. Like, and Ellie was like, there's going to be carnage. And I was like, yeah, right, Ellie. Shots. Yeah. Um, they had another really boring conversation that, and like, in fairness, Tanyelle is calling it as such. She's saying, you know, um, uh oh Jordan is asking why did Lana pick Ron and she's like I know my best friend and she's just not gonna like fake it with anybody yeah when she said this though I know my best friend I was like Tanya which one are you talking about because like you're Ron's yeah. best friend and then you're Lana's best friend I was like so confused by that statement so like, confused you're and you're I was also like you've known each other for three or four weeks you were not best friends guys and also like Tanya is one who is big on respect she says she's big on honesty and transparency and being straight up like Ron is anything but those things. Anything yeah, but. But I think Tanya just holds a soft spot for Ron. Do you Always think, just, like genuinely? Like, oh, a, like, like a romantic spot or do you think it's just like... I don't know what it is, but she's definitely excusing and ignoring his behavior. So either mm-hmm. it is a slight romantic thing or it's that like romanticizing of like that male-female best friendship thing and like trying to act like nobody, like yeah. she knows him better than anybody else. Um, but yeah, I didn't particularly like this conversation with Tanyelle and Jordan because Tanyelle I felt really like she had the opportunity she's not interested in Jordan she should have bigged up Ellie a little bit more but instead she was like oh you don't fancy her like I can see you don't fancy her and like Mm. that's only going to like reinforce any doubt that he has and she should have just been like look you're not for me you know Ellie's a great girl give her more time instead of like I don't know sabotaging both 
yeah potential I, I get that maybe she's a little bit uncertain like because obviously she's in a precarious position now because ron is back with lana so that's her yeah. friendship couple kind of sabotage she doesn't have a connection in there so i get that she's probably like i don't want to cut anything off too soon but i totally agree that like and we've heard Islander say this time and time again, like don't snake somebody else to yeah. better your chances of getting with somebody. You know, she's saying that, um, Jordan is saying that he'd been meaning to pull Danielle for a chat and he's been looking at her around the villa. He thinks Ellie's a cool girl, but he's not quite sure. Danielle is saying, I just don't think that you're attracted to her. I think she's beautiful, but I've gotten the vibe that you're not fully invested. Jordan's saying, I'm trying to be open, but I can't force it. Uh, me and you are very different, but we're very similar. And I want to have this conversation. I want to have this conversation as an attempt to get to know you. Danielle is in the beach and she's like, I don't know if I fancy him, if he's cheeky enough for me. He's a good guy. It's never awkward. And I never get bored speaking to him But like That does not a romance make And I'm like Fair enough if you want to keep Your options open But yeah Like Did you need to kind of Drag Ellie down Yeah If you're not I even just, sure Yeah And I think poor Ellie Hasn't got her chance mm. To be a bombshell I mean she was in there What 24 hours Before Sammy walked in And yeah. she had this like Whole heap of attention From the lads When she yeah. walked in It's just that Sammy came in Who was so categorically different to her in seemingly both looks and personality that like you know they, those lads heads just turn with whatever it is that walks through the door so like the minute Sammy came in Ellie was forgotten yeah. I just don't think she's had her chance to shine and I like her and I want yeah. her to do well I like her too yeah I want her to get into a to a bit of a solid couple so we can get a bit more out of her over the next while I think in Casa more she or whatever that might look like I think she could be a good one there because I think yeah. she will happily get involved in the kind of like menace of it all i think she'll just enjoy it yeah um sure. ellie is chatting with shaq and uh tanya and she hasn't missed that jordan has pulled tanya for a chat she's saying how funny is that tanya is asking how she feels ellie doesn't respond and shaq says the silence is absolutely deafening ellie is saying i'm trying to be mature about it i don't want to write jordan off but it annoys me when he does stuff like this and i'm like what though like he's also allowed to have conversations yeah. I don't know I, I feel like we're not getting enough of the picture of what's going on here to fully understand why anyone is behaving like this so it all yeah. just feels very weird and a, a bit of a reach for the viewer because we're like wait what's going on and why is he talking to her and are they into each other like we don't know what's going on here at all no I think we've just like I think that our our stories have been completely dominated by Lana and Ron and yeah. Will and Jesse get a lot of airtime as well like which is yeah. for comic effect I guess but um, yeah I don't think we've seen enough of it at all who knows how they could be getting on I don't think you've actually I can't to my mind recount anything other than their initial conversation yeah between Ellie and Jordan you know yeah and I don't know if that's going to change it's hard when she's such a recent bombshell and he's even more recent like there's no yeah. one in there that we feel like we can kind of latch on to and like that's our viewpoint in, I guess. Um, Tom and Sammy are having a chat after his performance in the Ladiator game last night. She is saying that uh, all of the girls were saying that the only one who looks good in that costume is Tom. Then they're like, chat. they're legit chatting back and forth here and they're both like responding to what each other is saying. Fuck knows if I know what they're saying. No. I could not make out a word, a word. They're laughing and giggling and like literally having a conversation and I'm like, no idea what words are passing back and forth between none. these two people. None. Just they truly I don't know if they've come up with some kind of secret language, but like they truly just like understand each other verbally in a way that I or you clearly cannot. No, could um, not connect. 
Tom is saying, I can't lie, I would like to kiss you outside a challenge. Sammy is saying, you can kiss me outside a challenge. They have a proper smooch. It's like a proper, proper shift. Then afterwards, like they're very giggly, very cute. Like they're, Yeah, it is kind of adorable when there is a point where she's sort of like laugh telling a story and can't get the words out. And I'm like, yeah, it's gross. And I can't believe it's happened after how many days. But I, I actually, I think that they finally, fa- Tom has found a match in there that he's smitten Yeah. With. It feels like this is kind of a bit more of a, like, I suppose, 360 match in that, like, they seem to have... But again, we we didn't see a huge amount of Tom and Zara's conversations, as proven today by the story that came out. I don't know if you saw this, but Zara gave mm-hmm. an interview to, I don't know, Heat or one of them, um, where she spoke about the night of the... Do you remember the night that Tom picked his perfect girlfriend, Olivia's face, Zara's body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That night. And Zara said in an interview that earlier that day, Tom came over and he was really, really pissed off with her and he had heard that she was keeping her options open or she was getting to know some other guys or something and Zara said that she went to like put her hand on his shoulder to like calm him down or whatever and he like flinched her hand away it's in some interview it's on Twitter and it's kind of surfacing like the lines the quotes are around there if you want to like look it up but um, it's interesting that that's come out today obviously now as people like Zara and more Islanders that kind of have been there a little bit longer we're a little bit more invested start coming out we're going to start hearing more about potentially Stuff How things have played out, yeah, yeah. Like obviously, that's her side of the story. We obviously haven't heard Tom's. We haven't seen the footage, um. But that I was getting tagged in that a lot today. But um, it's so consistent with things we've heard as well from the villa that like stories are. I know, like obviously, it's a reality TV show, and I know they're framing stories in a certain way. But like mm-hmm. that, other people are saying, like you didn't even realize that such and such had a connection, or that like this was going yeah. on in the background because they focus. They really focus in usually on like their top three couples, and then just stick with them for the duration. Yeah. And everything else is a sideline story. Um, yeah. As we're seeing now with like Shaq and Tanya, Jesse and Will and um, Ron and Lana. Yeah. And I think the fact that that night after Zara's, Zara said Tom was upset with her that they, what they did show us was the game where everyone was very happy to take shots at Tara or Zara throughout that whole game mm. and really attack her, even though they had apparently had quite a verbal fight where people would have heard. And then ITV were happy to kind of set her up as someone who was you know, causing trouble. I just find it interesting that this piece of context now tells us that actually Tom had initiated some kind of argument earlier in the day. Everything with a pinch of salt with this show. Yeah. Everything. Um, Lana and Ron are having a chat and Lana is saying that I have to tell you, I feel really nervous. They're kind of giggling and looking at each other. It's torture. She's saying, basically, I think I made a rash decision when I recoupled with Casey. As soon as I went to bed, I was like, this is not right. And I wanted to be in bed with you. Um, Lana's like stop laughing because the pair of them are just in skits and she's like I wanted to pull you because I've deaded things with Casey Ron is saying look he's a nice bloke but I'm obviously buzzing that it's done Lana is saying so that's where I'm at and I want to let you know Um, and Ron is saying oh, look I'm obviously really happy she's saying I feel like we've both had quite big tests in here and now I just want it to be you and me he's saying I really want to give this a go I'm really confident in us I like you and I fancy you so much and we've learned the hard way but I'm glad that we're here now they're having a proper smooch. Lana's asking, are you happy? And Ron is saying, I just want you in my bed now. And they're having a bit of a cuddle by the fire pit. Like, oh, I know I've joked about losing all respect for Lana, but like, I just kind of have. I just feel like her total dismissal of Casey's feelings here, her dismissal of every bit of advice all of her friends are in the villa have given her, like yeah. her own admission that what Ron did was wrong. Like, I know myself and Louise were talking about this last night, like, the heart wants what it wants and like you know you can lead a horse to water and all that kind of stuff it's just so disappointing 
I just think that Ron isn't like what the heart wants. He is just, he's got that really cheeky grin. Like when you're yeah. trying to give out to a toddler who's smiling back at you, like, do you know, he's got that <laughs> sort of like he, because yeah, he yeah, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't really give a shit. Do you know, this yeah. has been all a game to him. And the only time he's ever tried to win her back has been when um, Casey was there as a threat. He has turned his head for every single bombshell that has come in. I know I just have, I liked him at the start and I have such a huge ick for Ron now that like I cannot. Yeah. And then by extension now, Lana, which is very yeah. sad because I think Same. she's just falling for his shit. Yeah. But, yeah, I just, I can't with these two. I don't want to see them on the screen. And like seeing them have that little smooch or whatever did the opposite of whatever Ron thinks it's going to do for him with the viewing public. Like I think yeah. it was a total turn off. And then seeing yeah. poor little oh, Casey, Casey when he turned around and he was like, oh, I feel like a mug now. And he had little red eyes because he wanted to have a cry you could tell that he had little anxious butterflies in his <laughs> tum tum couldn't you like you could just oh see God, you're giving me such a greener stuff you could face. see that he was so sad no, i no, i felt so bad for him like tom, this is the moment as this conversation is happening happening that tom and kai are in the kitchen you mentioned it earlier and tom is telling kai that lana has ended things with casey uh kai is saying oh mate they're kissing over there like I can't believe it Tom is like oh man I wouldn't have done that if I was Lana Kai is saying straight away like right after you finished it with Casey and they're both like nah and I'm like it's a fucking bad state of affairs if Kai and Tom are looking down their nose at yeah. you like do you know um Casey then comes outside and Kai kind of or Tom calls him over uh Casey is telling the boys again that Lana wants him to be his wingman uh, Kai is saying look you want a girl that's 100% on you and Kai is like I just wanted to make her happy um, but she just did it to get back with Ron Kai is saying did you tell her that and he said no because I was just so taken aback in the moment um, Shaq is saying look you can't let it get you down you know just don't worry about it then Casey looks over his shoulder and looks back at Ron and Lana and sees them kind of cuddling and kissing and Kai is like don't even look at a man just turn around and he's like what the fuck they're taking the pace uh, Shaq is saying they could have been a little bit more respectful and Casey's saying I can't believe what I've just seen I feel like an absolute dickhead Shaq is saying don't feel bad for being yourself and being a good guy to which Casey says nice guys always finish last it's how it works and it's a shit feeling and yeah. I just yeah I felt so bad for him in that moment I think it was so genuine like yeah. it was no like when we saw um Lana pick Ron the other night, right? Rana went over, Ron went, Rana, Ron went over to the day bed, was like, I'm calm, you know, that's fine. Yeah. And then you could see the wheels in his head start turning. So that's when he started pulling people for chats. He did his whole like really yeah. altruistic, like she's a good one, but he was not upset. Mm. He was just like behaving in a way that was trying to be perceived as maybe upset or whatever else. But like, you could see it in Casey. He was genuinely sick there tonight. Yeah. And I think it's like it's it's exactly like you said, it's the feeling that like he has just been used as a as a pawn for Lana yeah. to get back with Ron. And like while I would like to think that Lana, you know, went into the recoupling with Casey with a hundred percent good intentions, do I think she went in a bit with the with the hopes that it would get under Ron's skin and that it would maybe teach him a link thing or two. Yeah. And I just think Casey, like, 
Casey deserves better Justice for Casey yeah, I really like justice him Justice for Casey I think Casey's our winner um, I, No I'm not taking away from Shaq and Tanya Shaq How are we going to make this happen Casey Oh my god That is the Love Island I want to watch <laughs> Um, yeah, I just, I just don't like Ron at yeah. all. No, I don't yeah. trust him as far as, no, sorry. I do think that Lana went into the recoupling trying to make the right decision. And I, okay. I think then she psyched herself out of Casey being the right decision because Ron got under, Ron got into her head yeah. and then the girls reinforced it with the whole, like, you can't force it. Whatever. It's like, you can't force it, but like, let something grow. Like it's been it, you four or five like, days. Yeah. Which she literally wh- only recoupled with Casey last night. She could absolutely give it a smidgen more time. You know what I mean? Like the twist that this program needs is like a therapist to go in <laughs> and a relationship post <laughs> to go in and speak to them genuinely. Because like when you see other shows that do that, like maths and um, even too hot to handle with the bloody Alexa or whatever you call it in the middle, giving them advice, you can see them form proper yeah. relationships with people and you're like oh that's nice to see like these children left their own devices are just they're aging me or like they're aging yeah. me so quickly like it's just it's just these two and and similarly to the kai and olivia thing with ron and lana i'm like look at least they're together and when it comes to the viewing public we, like hopefully we'll sort them out soon enough because i just yeah and i hope that itv knows that we are at our bandwidth of Lana and Ron content now and they just leave it be for a couple of days. We need to see what else is happening around the villa because I'm, we're just up to our eyes with this pair now. Like, it's just tiring. And I do think because we've watched them so consistently play this story out now for over like a week, maybe two weeks, I think our like our reaction is so heightened as well because we haven't had a break from it. It's been every it's night relentless. just watching these two miserable fucks fall around the villa. But it's not, it's not going to end because you know what's going to be revealed 10, no more than 10 minutes in tomorrow's program is that little dumb boy's heart will have raced highest oh, for, for yeah. Sammy Tanyelle or, or Tanyal yeah. or someone really awkward or Olivia or someone. And then he'll get in his own head and be in the VT room and be like, maybe I, I should tell me, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, you can't <laughs> deny it. That's 5,000% what he's going to do. He's going to be like, maybe this is telling me something that I need to follow. My maybe I need to listen to my, my heart. Oh, he Jesus is the worst. Um, yeah. Oh, God. The hideaway is open and everyone thankfully chooses Will and Jesse to get in there. It is the fair and just choice. They are the most, you know, substantial couple, Barshak and Tanya, who have been in the way. Um, Will is humping the air he's delighted with himself he is over the moon the boys are like hoisting him up in the air like it's you know some kind of celebration um, Will is in the beach and he's saying you know it'd be great to have a little bit of alone time uh, and I gotta learn to be sexy in the hideaway he's stretching in the bedroom uh, Jessie's also excited she's looking for lingerie from the girls she's trying on little like lacy numbers I don't know there's a terrible remix of gimme 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 on in the background mm-hmm. um, Will appears like I should have known first week I was like there's something about this guy that makes me happy it's the Og boot like the, the slippers. loyalty yeah. to the Uggs every day I love it so much with his little furry hat Um. And he's just weak for Jesse. Like he's just weak for her. He's so committed to her. There was, when I was watching this all unfold, I was like, how did we end up here? Like, how is the boy who stood there in front of everyone saying, I like your blue swimsuit. (laughs) I like this. Like, how has he 
God, is yeah. this the second trip to the hideaway or is it third? Because we this is only Tanya. the second. This is only yeah. the second. Yeah. How is he in this position and how is he in this like like incredible couple with this absolute bombshell? Like yeah. she looks sensational. And she looks then great. we were watching it all, and I was like, just what is it? I can't put my finger on it. And Lydia, my girlfriend, turned around to me and said, Will is Austin Powers. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> that's what it is oh my god he is like that and sorry to alienate the younger listeners or the younger viewers but that he's Likes. got it's the phrases it's the mm. it's the humping it's the clothes it's the, the characteristics yeah he's austin powers i saw someone as well put up a picture of um do you know Ken in Toy Story? Yeah, yeah. the Ken doll. <laughs> I was like, that's so him as well. Yeah. Like he's just a truly unique Love Island character that we have never had the likes of before. Um, like just so fun to watch, but in mild doses. Like again, if we were getting the like the same level of like Will content as we were getting Ron, I feel like we would be like, this is just too much. Yeah, we need a break from this chaos. Um, and he's Jesse, too mad to actually get the ick from him. Like you no. just yeah, it's yeah. it's too bizarre because I can't even I couldn't even yeah. fathom him as a potential love interest. But it's also just lovely to watch someone be so like carefree in with their personality, with their 100%. body. One hundred percent. He is so comfortable in his own skin. It's yeah. so infectious to watch, and like so rare to see it on this show, especially in the men. It's yeah, like it's such a lovely fresh. You know, like I love him. I just could never contemplate. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Jesse is asking him what she wants to see from or what he wants to see from the little bag of like bits in the wardrobe. She's going to do a little fashion show. And he's like, I want to see absolutely everything. He's dancing around the room. He's on his hands and knees saying he's begging for her love. He's wearing like a, a harness and nipple tassels. He's saying she's made his dreams come true. Uh, and then they're having a little cute moment where he's like, I just really like you. And she's saying, I really like you as well. I feel really, really strongly about us. Will is saying, when you know, you know, and I can def- definitely see myself falling in love with you on the outside. Jesse says, really? And they're having a little kiss back in the boys or in the bedroom. The boys are saying, uh, God, he's saying, Will will be in there chaining himself up. <laughs> Sorry there. I just love, because by having someone like Will, it gives the lads and to see people react to him so positively, yeah. it, it gives the lads permission to also be weird and wonderful. And we like even in the Heartway and Challenge sensitive. tonight. Yeah. And sensitive. Se- yeah. And we've seen them be like that in calling out bad behavior in, you know, not being embarrassed by the challenges and really embracing the stupid mm-hmm. costumes and the dances. And I just it's honestly it's such a lovely feeling to watch this. Not all of these men and they're definitely not perfect. And we've seen you know, red flags here and there. And Ron is obviously his own case, but generally to have an enjoyable bunch of male Islanders is honestly cleansing. It is. It's so, it's so refreshing. And the thing is like, Ron is bad, right? Ron's behavior is shitty, but we've said this before. He is not in the league of the Jacks and the Lucas that we had previously. You know, he is, um, He's shitty in comparison to these men. And the same with Kai. He was annoying and like making dumb decisions. But like they're not, I think, okay, we don't really know with Ron yet. I think part of his behavior is veering into being a little bit too influential. Um, 
but like they're they look really shit in comparison to the shacks and the Casey's and the Wills who are sensitive and lovely and in tune with their feelings and there for each other and helping each other out. So yeah. More of it. More More of of it. Um, Sammy, Sammy and Olivia had their conversation totally forgot about this until we got mm. there tonight obviously we saw this kind of bubble last night when in the challenge Sammy knocked the kind of vase of water and it like fell near Olivia's foot and she said she could have been drenched and it must mean that there was you know a personal Eve. thing there and she yeah all this conversation Olivia comes over and she says to Sammy, I wanted to have a chat with you after earlier. I felt a type of way after everything went down. Sammy is saying like, look, oh Jesus, don't take it personally. It's just a game. But then you said, it just makes sense now. And I've been wrecking my brain all day trying to think like, what makes sense? I've never had any issues with you before. Olivia says, right, look, hear me out. And at a couple of times throughout this speech, Sammy tries to jump in and respond. And she's like, just let me finish. Let me finish. Mm. She's saying, I wasn't going to bring it up, but uh, you told Tanya the comment I made in the dressing room about uh when what's his name left when spencer left i don't like that because you're getting in my business and you're stirring the pot a little bit mine and tanyelle's relationship hasn't been the same since it should have come from me and not from you and then today and she says hear me out please because sammy's trying to jump in and she's saying if i hadn't moved i would have been soaked and then i thought maybe sammy has an issue with me now just to dive into this a little bit like she's saying you know the comment I made, you 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 were getting in my business and stirring the pot. And it's like, mm-hmm. when you were initially getting in Tanya's business and stirring the pot there, she was saying, you know, that was for me to tell Tanya, not you. But you would have never told Tanya, Olivia. So yeah. it's like, I just don't understand. What was the comment that she made again? Tanya said, uh, oh, like, when are they going to send in guys for me? Or hopefully they send in some new guys for me. Oh, this and was Spen- and just after Spencer. And Olivia was like, Spencer's not even, like, Spencer's literally still in the villa. Like, why is she saying that? And then Sammy told Tanyelle and so, like Tanyelle was like, I'm obviously joking. Um, Sammy responded saying, you know, I would have pulled you straight away if there was a, if there was something there between us, if there was something that was upsetting me, that's not like me. Olivia saying, I don't like the chatting between the girls as well. It's very childish and school like mm-hmm. again, exactly what Olivia has been doing to everybody. Um, Sammy is saying, I have nothing against you. You've done nothing bad to me. Like there's nothing there. Olivia was like, I'm starting to think like, gosh, has she an issue? What have I done? Sammy is saying, of course not. I understand you more now and that you're a sensitive soul. So I've learned from this and I'll be more, you know, cautious going forward. They're hugging it out. And then Olivia's like, you can always come to me and tell me what you're feeling. And then she's like, you smell lovely. And it's like this weird, like back and forth. And she's in the beach hut and she's saying, you know, I'm glad that Sammy doesn't have an issue with me. She said she didn't anyway. Um, and she said she didn't mean to do that. So we've squashed it and it's done. And I just think this is just the biggest load of shit from Olivia. Like she is the ultimate mean girl in there. She is starting shit all the time. Do you like, think? Yeah, I just don't. I don't get her issue and why she is trying I see. so hard to start something. Yeah, I think that she is. Well, there's a couple of things. I did appreciate that she went and just spoke directly to Sammy tonight and like laid out the things that had happened and how she felt about them. Because like... I have been, you know, when you're in a situation, you're like convinced someone has an issue with you and it's out of nowhere and it's shoes and festers in your mind. Like, yeah, I think that she is to agree with like, I know Louise said last night, like, I think she is just really, really self-conscious or like insecure and that that's coming out in her relationships. I think that like what I would love to see in Love Island is how like the female friendships are impacted by the different points in their cycles as well. Because like, you know, you have that day before your period where you're like, oh my God, 
everyone, everyone hates, hates me. me. Like <laughs> everyone hates me. What am I going to do? I have no friends. Like so I, just, I think yeah. maybe there's some of that at play, or I do think there is like a slight element of paranoia. And I've kind of seen friends fall into two camps now with Olivia, where people are like, "Oh, she's really annoying. She's really mean girl energy, and I really don't like her." And other people being like, "I think she's just direct, and she's trying to address issues." I don't really know where I fall with her, but I do think that she's. I think she's an anxious creature in there. And I'm actually really concerned for her when she gets to the outside world and how she responds yeah. to that influx of comments and everyone's opinions. Cause she does not do well thinking that someone doesn't like her. Yeah. And I think no, hundred percent. And I think also in that interview that came out today from Zara, she also made comments about obviously the relationship between herself and Olivia. Mm-hmm. And she also said that, you know, Olivia would constantly think everything Zara was doing was to get at her. Every, you know, recoupling speech, you know, any comment she would make, Olivia would be like, have you got a problem with me? And Zara said she had to constantly reassure Olivia that like, I wasn't even talking about you. Like that wasn't nothing to do with you. Like that was whatever. And I think just seeing her tonight after reading that today, it definitely adds weight to, I know Louise said it last night, we've said it again tonight, this idea that like that, you know, is it the self-doubt that just makes her constantly overthink every social interaction she has? But then I say, why in the name of God would you put yourself in this scenario? Like, I get like that. I absolutely yeah. hear conversations being like, Jesus, did I talk for three minutes longer than I should? And did I bore the ear off them? And did I, you know, like I, I really worry about like negatively, All you know, impacting people when I talk to them. It's such a toxic thing. I think it's oh, such a completely. millennial thing as well. Like, yeah. we're so apologetic for the space we take up in this world, especially just for women. existing. It's like, yeah, yeah. sorry, am I actually really boring and shit? And did I say something that offended you when I was fourteen and I used to anger at me? And it's, it's such horrible. an awful feeling. It's awful because because you just let it build, like you said, it's shoes and it builds and it builds. And but I just know then I do not put myself in positions where I know that my mind will run away with itself. So why in the name of God, if that is your mental kind of your way of dealing with these kind of social situations, why you would go on Love Island then? I just don't know. Like it's not advisable. Yeah, it's very, very strange. But then again, it's such an opportunity, isn't it? Like you come out of Love Island and um, you get offered a six figure fashion deal generally if you're an OG (laughs) and you do well like that's the thing yeah you'd kind of be like I don't think she's thought it through but I think because I think we were talking about her having like main character energy and thinking everything is about her but she's bringing on too much negativity onto herself for me to think that it's just like you know main character energy like if she was going around here being like all the guys fancy me and I'm the most popular one in here then I'd be like oh bit narcissistic and maybe that's the vibe but I think I just see so much stress and anxiety in her I could be completely wrong but I think that it's coming from an anxious place rather than coming from a trying to steer the conversation in 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 a way and maybe she just doesn't have that many female friends on the outside like she's in a weird being a ring girl and all that kind of stuff maybe she just doesn't have mm. that many good girlfriends to be like shut the fuck up your grand like yeah yeah yeah. I just worry about the bandwidth of the girls then if this continues like if she continues to do this with everybody yeah throughout the process it's you would worry for are they equipped then if it does come from a genuinely kind of anxious place or whatever are they then equipped to kind of calm her rather than just kind of say oh would you shut up about it like you know what I mean because you yeah. see it becoming an aggressive situation um 
Casey and Lana are circling back. Casey has had time to think. Uh, not unlike Ekansu last year where she went back to Jay and was like, actually, I do have a problem. But I think Casey was a little bit more entitled to yeah. have his piece. Casey is saying, look, at the time, I was obviously pretty shocked and I didn't really know what to say. And then he's saying, I didn't appreciate the comment about being my wingman. It's just super muggy. I've spent all this time getting to know you. But then to hear that, it was just like rubbing salt in the wound. Lana says, look, obviously I didn't think of it like that. I'm really sorry. And he's like, and then I've come out and you're kissing and cuddling with Ron. That's just super muggy. She's like, you've been here five days and I, and he cuts across and he's like, so that makes it okay. And she's like, no, but what I'm saying is I just went for a chat and we sorted things out and then it happened. I thought you weren't there. And he was like, well, I was there and I wanted to get that off my chest. And he kind of walks away. And again, it's just like, it's this thing of like, I I believe Lana thinks this is a man being mean to her. So therefore yeah. it's like, why is he talking to me like that? But in this situation, He's not being aggressive. He's not like shouting at her. No, he's a little he... bit more forceful in his delivery than he was previously. Yeah. But he's being very clear about why he is upset and where it happened in the journey. And yeah. like for her to be like, well, you've only been here five days. It's like, oh, but hold on. Like Ron first mugged you after five days. So like, I don't know why the timeline. Yeah, like they were only Ron and Lana were only coupled up for a couple of days like exactly yeah. that like the timeline is re- is redundant here I wonder is is Lana thinking that like her and Ron are end game and that they're going to follow the trajectory of the Lehman yeah. Millies who had a little broke up and had a spat or even the what was the wild one the year before where she took him back and we were like I cannot believe Chloe and Toby Chloe no, and Toby, that was, yeah. That was the same year, but yeah. That was the same year back. when mm. he went off with how many other people and then she took him back. Um, and even like Davide and Ek and Sue last year, yeah, like they kind of had a few falters at the start before they committed to each other. So maybe she just thinks that that's the Love Island story. But in actuality, yeah. this boy is nowhere near done. Yeah, I know. I, I fully think they... Do you know that that meme that pops up every year of the video of the like all those sports fans in the bar with the big telly and then they like put whatever scene up with it and everyone goes mad or whatever? I fully think that Ron and Lana think their little reunion kiss was like made into that meme and like we're all losing our minds and it's like we're all actually peeling our eyelids like it's just yeah horrendous. Um, they they're all kind of hanging in the kitchen and Casey and, and Ron are in the kitchen. There's a few people around and Ron is saying, uh, I know you might not want to talk today, but tomorrow just let me know. And Casey's like, about what? Ron is like, well, about the whole thing with Lana. And Ron is like, I've got nothing. I, I don't think you've got anything to say to me, really. Ron says, uh, just to make sure that we're sweet. And he's like, it is what it is. It's done. Like, don't worry about it. Like, it, just... Ron is, is, this is a smugness from Ron. Like, yeah. you know, he might be trying to dress it up as like, let's, you know, make friends and whatever. But it is like his victory lap that he's trying to take. Um, 100%. Been- and when he was, when he was the one who was pied off the other night in the recoupling, he went yeah. and retreated and like hung out by himself. He was like, I don't want to speak to anyone. I'll deal with it in my own way. Yeah. Whereas like now that it's the balls in his court, he's like, yeah, let me know when you want to talk. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's bedtime and Lana's telling the girls upstairs that she's going to sleep on the day beds tonight she's like I better give Casey time to himself I don't think it'll be good to spend time with him tonight Tanyelle is like I think you need to speak to him and Lana says I don't want to talk to Casey because he's so mad at me I can't talk to him Olivia is saying even though he's angry he'd much rather hear it from you Lana's saying I feel like I've done something wrong like 
you kind of have Lana mm. you kind of have your hun Lana is telling Casey when she goes downstairs that she's going to sleep outside and like a scene in first dates where the girls offer to pay and they didn't even bring their wallet Casey is like no I've got my stuff I'm going to go outside and she's like are you sure and he's like yeah it's all good like she was like no more pushing it like she should have absolutely been like no 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 look it's me like I I've done this so I'll go outside yeah but like, like- she didn't even push back once it was like Here's a sideline question as well, though. I mean, I suppose that there's all crew. There are not other rooms in the villa. Like, what so happens like, to the room downstairs? And, and like, there's like the dog the sitting the room, dog bed, or the doggy house, or whatever it's called. Do you know the bed that used to pull out with the wall? Like, obviously, we're in a different villa, but do you know the bed that used to pull yeah. out with the wall? Like, I wonder what's the permission for going there. Presumably, the beds are taken out of the sitting room if there's not like bombshells. So but is there not a couch or something? I guess it's just more dramatic to put them outside. Yeah, I was thinking they are having a lot of outdoor time being on Love yeah. Island for eight weeks. Yeah, they are. They're basically like jungle kids now. They all have to... But know, they're all feral. Climatize when they come back. Um, so Casey's sleeping outside. Ron has given Lana a quick cuddle. Um, and he is saying to Tanya and Ellie that obviously I'm unbelievably happy, uh, but I got to be respectful. But Lana found her way back home. Like a, like a straight like the stray dog he thinks she is like it's just sickening he's saying to Tanyelle does this mean we can spoon now and Tanyelle says we can always spoon because we're besties that's not what that is that's not the permission that you is, get no you cannot do just don't be doing that just awful Jesse and Will definitely rode I know she admits it later but it's pretty clear from the panting noises that happen as they mm-hmm. re-emerge from under the quilt um Lots of giggling. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for them because I'm glad they tried it and got it out of the way. Because try, we try need to try this. Try it once. Um, we need because I I was so worried for them that like maybe they just had like a really really good time together. But like yeah, it does and everyone was looking at me like, do we? I have, I suppose as it's gone on, I'm like I do believe that this is a real couple. But yeah. at the start, we were like. Oh no no no! We were, we were there was we were like really, um. But yeah, we know that he had sexy time, and then he comes in the next morning and he says the word they had smacky smacky bum bums. <laughs> like Austin Powers has entered the chat. Like I don't know why I'm so disappointed in myself because I should absolutely hate every word that comes out of his mouth, and I just don't. I just am so grateful every time he comes on the screen. And I, I, it's just, it's such a breath of fresh air in amongst all of this nonsense. Mm. Um, he's saying he had the best night ever. Um, what else is happening? They come out of the, of the hideaway. Casey's on the bed. They're giving him a quick cuddle. Uh, Will has given Casey a quick kiss on the cheek. They all then come in, um, to the main bedroom. And like you say, he says, uh, I was in whips and chains, getting spanky bum bums and everything. It was a lot. It was yeah. just a lot. And I, I love how he, they didn't hold back. Like I no. hate when they come back from the highway and they try to be subtle, and he comes straight yeah, yeah. in with the whips, the chains, <laughs> and the ass smacking. It's like good on like, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the morning debrief, and he's taking things a little bit more seriously now. He's saying, you know, it was so nice. We were chatting about us. We both said we could see each other ourselves falling in love. It was super dreamy. Jesse is saying, I feel like we're defo stronger than ever. I do not feel the need to get to know anybody else. We have what we have is special and unique, and I don't want to ruin that. 
Tom is saying that he also had a good night, that himself and Sammy had a kiss and that they're getting on very well. Jordan is saying that he's getting to know Tanyelle and she's open to getting to know him. Tanyelle is saying that Jordan pulled me for a chat. He's easy to talk to, but I'm not sure if there's anything there. Lana is saying that Casey pulled me again and vented all of his issues to me. He thinks I'm muggy, but I feel happy about things with Ron. Again, the language here, like vented his issues, makes out as if his that, that it, like he's not coming from a place that's valid. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, but she does have to do damage control here with stuff like because it was so clearly Ron is a dickhead and Casey is a fantastic choice to make that she's like, yeah, well, like maybe he's got anger issues. Like, you know, yeah. she's trying, trying to justify the mistake she has made. Oh, Ron is saying, I'm happy about me and Lana, but it's obviously not nice. I completely appreciate um your position to Casey. And he's saying, I will be as respectful as I can. Casey says, I feel like you talk a bit of a game, talking about respect, but less than 10 minutes after um Lana ended it with me, you're kissing and cuddling. It's not sincere. Don't talk about respect because I feel like you're chatting shit. Ron says, to say I'm not going to be respectful about it, I'm obviously going to try and be as respectful as I can. Shaq says, out of respect for Casey, you could have just waited a day, but it's done now. We have to move on. It's a really awkward, long pause. And then Shaq says, but I'm all loved up anyway. Um, Will is nodding along as Shaq mm-hmm. is saying this and kind of confronting Ron. Ron is then shaking his head at the end of the, the debrief and everyone kind of heads their own way. Jesse and Tanya giving us season one, season two vibes, talking about sex in real terms, no code names, just yes. flat out girly chat. Loved it so much. It was just oh. refreshing to seem surprised ITV let it stay in I the know. program, but it was good. It just was good. good for them to say, yeah, we, we've uh, we've all had sex here and it was good and it was enjoyable. And I liked that from Jesse that she was really painting well in such a, favorable light like they have that lovely loyalty to each other as yeah. well where even if the sex was incredibly bad and awkward mm. I don't think either of them would say it because they're protective yeah. of each other which is lovely and I also think the fact that Tanya and Jesse are kind of saying like look let's keep that between us like obviously nobody else has experienced that yet like I just mm. didn't want to tell like you know um Jesse asks Tanya out right like when you and Shaq went to the hideaway did you sleep together and Tanya's like yeah but I nobody knows I just told them that we like did bits but didn't like go the whole way Jesse's like yeah same with Will and I like I definitely didn't have the intention going in but he's just so fit like I see him every day and it's just so hard blah blah blah. and Tanya's saying you know you guys have been so good like me and Shaq have been touching every night in bed like you guys have really like waited Jesse's saying, we didn't expect it, but before you know it, it makes me feel so much more confident about, about what we have because you do need to have that chemistry. If it was awful sex, um, Tanya says, like if you touch, and then I lost it here, but again, maybe that's the minority group I'm a part of. She goes, if you touch down there and you were like, ugh, it's like, what are you going to find? What's down there? What are you yeah, scared of, guys? That <laughs> was, that was, uh, I, I, just, I just didn't know what to make of that there. <laughs> Jesse yeah. is saying that she is happy with her purchase and Tanya says I'm so glad you told me our little secret and I I really liked this moment in one way it's sad that the girls aren't all tight enough that they're not sharing this openly like we saw with say you know Millie and Chloe's year where they were all very very open about the mm. bits that they had done and the graduation and all that kind of stuff but in another way it's like it's nice that at least Tanya and Jesse have that little sidebar moment where they can be like yeah it was good and like what happened or like how do you feel after it and all that kind of you know what I mean like all the normal chats you want to have with your friends after you take that step yeah I just don't think there's that closeness there with the girls this year 
like and it, like there's no and i think it's the like trying to force friendships as well like there's no major deadly friendship that we've seen out of it even yeah. in you know jack and tanny jack and danny's year with wasn't that georgia i'm so loyal babe like yeah there were good little friendships in that year yeah it's just like who who would you say the two best girlfriends are like it's not lana and tanyelle because tanyelle is spoon and ron at night time i'd probably say like a tanyelle and sammy but again it's, it's like so recent yeah it's it's so recent and like I'm only saying that based off of like a couple of conversations. Like there's nobody in there that I'm like, that's such a solid friendship. Like if anything, it's actually like a, it's a boy, boy friendship or it's a boy girl friendship or which look, it's a nice change of pace. I like this, this lack of like blind, blind loyalty to just people of the same gender. Like it's just, it's nice to see. Um, I promise we will park this year, then we will move on. But Lana and Ron and Casey and Ron have their final little chats of the episode. Lana and Ron are in the kitchen and Ron is saying uh, to Lana that Casey said, I'm full of shit. We'll have a proper chat about it later, but he's going to be very different with me. I'm going to give him time. Hopefully it'll calm down. Now as well, I feel like every time we talk, we'll be watched. Like, where else do you want us to go? Can't spend your whole time in here worrying about other people. It's not fair on us. And I'm like, you've you've spent none of your time in here caring about other people about no. anybody you've spent your whole time in here caring about yourself where do you want us to go you could have easily gone to the terrace to have that kiss and that cuddle last night it's Absolutely. where everybody goes for a anywhere moment. yeah like, you could have gone anywhere and also this this was the one like well there was a lot of red flags but this was like a major red flag for me because this is the like we best not take on anyone else's opinions about our behavior how the yes. two of us behave is okay for us so ignore everyone else I was Mm. like that's where you start to isolate yourself a little bit away from the group and like he had no accepting of his own responsibility in in how that was like he could have turned around to and be like oh yeah Casey was upset by that he was right we shouldn't have kissed so soon after especially given that like Shaq and the other guys had reinforced that by saying you should have left it a little bit longer yeah, like Ron is not agreeing. He's in the beach and he's saying, I'm not impressed by how Casey is handling himself. I'm not happy with the situation. He's obviously not happy with the situation or me, but I'm not holding back just because he's upset. Um, the two of them do have a conversation and Casey says, I feel like I'm done with the whole triangle now. I obviously really liked Lana and it's now been squashed. Ron is saying, you know, it was more for me just wanting to say, I understood your position, but I'm going to try and be respectful. Casey says, I wanted to be quiet this morning, but when you said about respect, I had to say something because you just haven't been. Ron is like, I apologize for that. I want all the boys to be boys. Uh, Casey's saying, I'm more than happy for you two to crack on. I was hoping it would be something for us and it hasn't turned out that way. I would have just respected you guys more if you had not kissed last night. If you both think you're right for each other, then I wish you well. Ron says, you're a good man, brother. And then Casey in the beach is like, I just don't trust Ron. He talks a good game, but his actions and his words don't add up. And I'm like, yeah, that, like, yeah. can't bullshit a bullshitter. You know what I mean? Like, I just... Casey's right to just say yeah look it's Grant and let him do his own thing and just clock out of that friendship because Ron 100%. is clearly not changing for anybody like no. this is him through and through um, we get the text tonight is going to be the heart rate challenge um, everyone is very excited Casey's jumping on Tom and like grinding everyone's practicing their moves as they're getting ready we are going to rush through this. Did you did you see that little snippet though, where when the text came in, they said heart race challenge and Ron said, oh fuck. Like no. he knows he's dirt. 
Like he knows He's full like, I well. can't control this thing. <laughs> yeah, he knows full well his heart is gonna race for oh, Sammy or Tanielle or something. Yeah. He was like, Oh, the heart race chant or or heart race something. He's like, Oh fuck. It's like that sneaky little dickhead knows. I miss that. I did think in his turn, and we'll obviously get we'll go through them uh, a bit in a second, but I did think at his turn. I was like, maybe he'll play it really safe. Like, maybe he'll go up and give everyone a kiss on the cheek and then just go for Lana. How stupid I was. Um, We will run through this. We'll point out some of the big reactions from people. There was no voting tonight. We didn't get any of the results. Um, But yeah, let's go. Okay, Shaq was up first. He was dressed as a security guard. Um, He... Nothing really much of note other than like Tanya was the first one down on the ground. He's like grinding. She was very happy. She's saying, that's my man. She's talking the shack attack. Like very, very cute. He is saying that he set the tempo um, for the rest of the boys. And he definitely did. I think it was mm-hmm. good to send someone out there like Shaq, who is in a strong couple, could really get into it with his partner that he feels really comfortable with and has a good friendships kind of with the girls. It was either going to be him or Will, I, I presume, yeah. kind of first out of the gap to kind of just set the tone. Casey was up next. He was a lumberjack. Was that what he was? Wasn't he? He had the axe. Yeah, like the a, axe. And these terrible sunglasses. Terrible. And he was oiled up like, oh, he's sweet, man. I just, he's a sweet one. I want, I want to keep him. Yeah. Can we keep him just, as like a house pet or something? Was he like, incredible? Like, he's a really good looking guy. I didn't find this sexy. No. He kissed Lana as well, which I was really surprised at. Like that he went in but and gave he her a kiss on the lips. He wants to get that rise, I think, now where do you think hopefully Lana's heart rate went up higher for Casey than it did for oh, Ron? Like I that would probably be the thing happen. that would make it. It's not gonna. It's no. not gonna happen for him. But I guess maybe him. he was doing that so he could sleep better when he's sleeping outside. Yeah, maybe he lifted Tanya up and he's dancing with her a little bit. Casey is saying, "I felt like I was in Magic Mike. How cute that he's watched that film also." Yeah, he was like Channing Tatum or something. He said his name, and I was like, "Wow, you really, you really know the franchise." Um, Tom was up next, and he was Dark Angel. Like the gays were weak for this one, like oh. weak. He had like the little black hot pants, like the harness, like the big black the wings. Tiniest, he looked, yeah, he looked good. Like he did look good. Oh, he looked great, and he came out right, and he just stared at everyone like we didn't see much of him dancing he just went just, around and made eye contact with yeah. people which yeah. I thought was a really great tactic because it's incredibly unsettling and yeah. it would make you feel very very nervous and he yeah. might win because it was weird yeah they're like was it seduction or was it terrifying I don't know very the saying, fall <laughs> very the fall oh my god very the fall Sammy is saying he just came out and stared at everyone and it was game over and like that's what he did like he went up and like sat next to everyone like a little kiss on the ear but like real like seductive like it was small it was contained but I do think he's gonna have gotten the heart rates up the most I just think it was like the most intense you know like it wasn't like a laugh it was like intense Tanya is saying that boy is bad for me He's like kissing everyone's neck. Olivia saying, I know firsthand about the power of that boy's eyes. He's grinding Sammy on the floor. And then he, we're all like, oh yeah, Dark Angel. And then he's like, the Barnsley Angel strikes again. I mean, I didn't immediately think it was a Barnsley Angel, but here we are. Um, Will was up next. He was a wee pirate. He yeah. was sweet. He's humping everything. Everything. It's like he's in heat. 
He's like humping a bench. He's like twerking. He's licking everyone's legs. He oh like again, gosh, I've written here, yeah. it's just so comfortable in his body. And it's like it's so lovely to watch. I know, but um, this licking thingy, like this licking each other up and down, like non-consensual licking is not sexy. And I just feel like no one has spoken. And maybe it's like young girls in their 20s are not telling yeah. their their male partners that the sex is bad this is why men think licking a woman from the, their from, ankle from to your ankle up to your kneecap is sexy. imagine if you hadn't like shaved that day as well like it would be like but like it's like, not it's definitely not like it's a seductive like little tip of the tongue up like it's oh. it's full i'd say will was full <laughs> flat tongue licking up the leg like a letter like closing an envelope like proper oh god sammy is saying nobody does it like him the girls are all like clapping along like really engaged um he's like running carrying jesse he does like this weird like grinch like run throwback to last year jesse is saying it's the best thing she's ever seen and the girls now know what they're missing on out on um it was it was classic well we expected nothing less jordan was up next and he was a football player the girls are all just like clapping along like it's a kaylee um it was fairly tame. There was some mm. few, a few compliments. Tanya's like he's giving hips. He was good. Whatever. Like he was fine. Um, I don't think that's his comfort zone. I feel like that was very not at all. Not his yeah. space. Kai is a soldier. He comes out and Olivia is like, I did not think I could fancy that boy anymore. He he's like shoving his dog tags in Ellie's. Mouth. It's horrendous. I, I was just the whole time. Like the whole time I was thinking about that, I was like, I watched that documentary recently about the Love Islanders who don't get enough work and they have to go back to their old jobs. And I was like, this this man is supposed to be a teacher. Like, he's not going to be able to go back There's to work. There's no road back for him. There is no, no road back. Um, yeah, he's doing some weird stuff. He's grinding on Tanya. Um, and then he, at the end, he's like, thanks guys. That was my soldier boy. I was like, are you looking for tips? Like, or something like, are you going to go around yeah. with a little bucket at the end? Um, it was fine. It was fine. Ron was up next. He's dressed like a builder. Um, Tanyella saying, I loved it. Ron is my fave. Obviously he has to be my winner. And I'm like, does he, does he mm. have to be? I don't know if he does. Um, he lifts Olivia up and he's like humping her. He's giving Jesse a kiss on the cheek. And then he's grinding Lana on the floor. He's saying, never in my life has my heart raised like that. That was absolutely jokes. And like, again, like I said a while ago, I just expected, I don't know. I kind of hoped he would come in and be like, kiss for you, kiss for you, kiss for you. And Lana, like, I'm just going to really, yeah. like, he's the brownie points he would have gotten. Yeah, yeah he he's too competitive. He just leans into the challenge all the time, regardless of what else has gone through the day. And it's just the way he was going on, the whole like, woo, that was jokes. I was like, that is the biggest ick yeah. I've ever gotten from someone. Yeah. To see the adrenaline and the testosterone I know. push through us. his body. I was like, oh. Yeah, loved us. Um, the girls were up next. Olivia was first out. She was a ring girl, but it's, she was in a black cat suit. She looked stunning. I'm absolutely not taken away from it. She looks absolutely divine. It just set the tone, I think, for a lackluster round of girls' performances. Mm. There was no Danica Taylor. There was no, like, you know what I mean? Those, like, standout. India was a standout. Like, there was none of these standout performances that I was like, they just, the costume was great. The performance was great. It was yeah. like, The fine. only one I think who really shone was probably Tanya. Yeah, Tanya was probably the best. Um, 
Will is saying that Olivia looks stunning. He really enjoyed it. Kai's mouth is like hit unhinged. It's just like hanging open. Um, Shaq is making some questionable noises. The guy who had a problem that Tanya uh, won the kissing challenge is mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, she's pulling Tom's hands like all down her body. She's licking his ear. Um, and he's saying that she set the bar very high, big eye contact. She jumps on Kai and she's giving him kisses. He's saying he has no words. Quick hickey for Ron. He's saying that was insane. And then Olivia is saying the show gets the gets the hearts racing. Ellie is out next and she's dressed like a cat. And it's giving me such like 2010 college Halloween Topshop mm. Alexa Chung vibes. It's so hard for the people who are not in couples for this challenge, though. Yeah. So like she she really tried. God love yeah. her, but they didn't set them up for a huge amount of um success here. Yeah. Um, she is also rubbing Kai's hands like down her body. He's saying that she was proper seductive. Um, she's sitting on everyone's laps, giving everyone a bit of a lap dance. Tom is saying, I think I got a little purr in my ear. She goes in for the shift with Jordan. She is proper sealing the deal there. He's saying it was good. It was cute. I got a kiss. She's like licking Casey's neck and he's saying, I'm not normally a cat person, but tonight she might've changed my mind. And then Ellie is like, I loved every single second of that. I want to do it again. Lana is up next and she is dressed as a present. She comes out of a big box. Ron is saying she walked out and it's like that cartoon where your eyes, you know, they're like, oh, God, mm. that thing. Um, she's licking Kai. Lana is saying she's a little pocket rocket. She's sitting on Casey and licking his neck. Casey is like, what a present. She's licking Shaq's chest. Just a lot of licking. A lot of yeah. licking. She's mauling Ron. Like it's a proper like night out type of shift where you're yeah. like, that probably feels nice, but it doesn't look nice. Um, and she's like, I'm glad I got it done. I'm happy. This felt a bit out of her comfort zone by her beach hut kind of convention sure. afterwards. Tanya is up next. She's dressed as a maid. She's saying she's here to clean up a mess. And Shaq says, I'm about to make one. Oh, this show. Uh, Will is saying she can definitely come around my house and give it a little clean. She's grinding on Shaq on the ground. And then Kai is saying that was a proper little treat for Shaq. What a lucky boy. It wasn't peachy at all. And then Tanya is saying that I cleaned up. I left that place spotless. Sammy, is she a dark angel? She had kind of Maleficent type ears or horns. Yeah. I don't know what she was. Yeah, she I great. think she was. I think she was like a mirror to Tom's outfit. She was, I think her costume was probably the best. Like, I think her costume was like the most 100%. impactful. Yeah. Um, Will is like, sexy Sammy. She put the horns on me. Literally not the other way. Sorry, she clarify. Um, She's like licking everyone as well. She's like licking Casey's chest for ages. And then he's like, Sammy, stop it. She's sitting on Tom. She's giving him kisses, grinding, sucking on his ear, all that kind of stuff. Tom is very flustered. He is speechless. He says he has no words. She is just so fit. And you can see it in his face. He's like, like properly but Mm. this is why i think so ron was sitting beside tom and watching it all and this is why i think i think watching the way she was on tom would get ron's heart rate up as well so i just like i'm just waiting for tomorrow yeah yeah i don't think it's gonna be lana i just don't think it is it's not in his nature um tanyelle comes out then she has not worn heels somewhere along the way she's been like fuck that she's dressed as a bunny um, Will says something about clapping those cheeks. I missed the start of it, but yeah. she's grinding on everyone. Um, and then she says to Ron, "Ron, you're getting it." And then Ron is saying that she's got a talent for shaking her bu- her bum. Um, 
And then Jordan staring at her arse. Jessie's up next. She's the cowgirl. She does the splits upon arrival. And then she gives uh, Casey a little kiss on the cheek and a quick grind for Tom and Ron. And then she's spending all of her time with Will. She's giving him a kiss. She's like jumping on him and he like gallops off to lay her on the floor. Yeah. And Will is saying, uh, she blew me away. Loved every second of it. And then we get our bombshell, Claudia. She is coming in. She's like some kind of red Victoria's Secret Angel. She's got the big wings. She's very stiff on the walk-in. What a hideous thing to bring someone into for the first time. Do you know, like, if you are this... I think this is one of the best entries for a bombshell this Mm. night. Because you get a whole moment to walk in and, like, set the bar as high as you possibly can. The girls are, like, up watching you. It's the ultimate intimidation. But you have got to be someone who is so comfortable in that environment. Like, you've just got to be. And yeah. I I don't know, Did she didn't look very comfortable walking. Like, it looked like she was very nervous walking out. She looked a bit stiff. 100%. But, like, you'd want to have done weeks and weeks and weeks of, like, pole dance or yeah. pole fitness A choreographed routine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, my God, the whole thing to come in. Now, she does look incredible walking in. But how to go in and the first introduction you have to people is to dance or to try and get their heart rates up. I would just be like, no, because it's also sets it off as that really weird, just like over-sexualized tone from the beginning. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, this is just do the, you've done the girl a disservice. Like that's true as well, because yeah, that's so true as well. Do you come in if you come in at that high, will you always kind of fall a little bit flatter than that in reality? Mm. Like, I don't know. She is obviously the daughter. I We posted this on our story earlier today. She's the daughter of Carl Fogarty, who won I'm a Celeb back in 2014, but he's obviously like an athlete in his own right. Is he Formula One? Is that his crime? Uh, mm, Yikes. Again, I should really. Person. Yeah. Just... English, English former. Oh, no. Motorcycle racer is what Google is telling me. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's so interesting. Mind. Yeah, for her to jump in here though, because like yeah. the heart rate challenge is always tense when the results come out. Like there's always a little bit of fallout from it where the girls start to get like and the guys, they all start to get a little bit iffy with each other. And they're like, is there something here I didn't see? Do you secretly fancy such and such? Like, yeah. why is it that whoever turned you on more than I did? So for this one to come in and like you're setting her up with that from the get-go, that like the girl she's going up against the girls in this very like in a competition and then just being seen as an object of sexual desire by the men which is obviously how they behave anyway but and then it can kind of go two ways of like you know if she by the nature of being new raises the heart rates the most you miss out on other storylines like let's take ron for example because chances are he's not gonna have his heart rates the most by lana Getting it raised by Claudia, you could easily explain, explain away. away that it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's like that. I was just really shocked. Like I wasn't expecting somebody. Whereas having it raised by Tanyelle, there's more story there that are is more compelling to the viewers. And then on the flip side of that, if she doesn't set horses rate or hearts racing, horses, hearts racing for her, then going forward. It's like, and we always say this about like this kind of internal pecking order. When you're a bombshell, you immediately go to the top of that pecking order and you enjoy that for a couple of days until kind of, you know, there's someone so new or you've recoupled in, yeah. or whatever it is. Whereas if she comes in and immediately she has not won, 
are kind of you know anyone over in that way and that their heart has raced the most does she immediately kind of fall down that pecking order like it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow night like and again that's not to say they don't fluff these numbers like every year we're like is it real do you know yeah it will be interesting to see how they play it out well i think the i think what the most interesting scenario would be if all of the all of the guys's heart rates are raised mostly by their partners or people within the villa if they're not in couples and then ron is the only person whose heart rate is raised the most by claudia because it's just like he is he is actually just turned on by new people like regardless of how they appear and it's not that i want lana to suffer i just want her to see the light (laughs) so badly and And because i think there could be retribution here with with casey but i'd actually i don't think that her and casey would make a very good pairing now but i think you know if she uh, if she realizes soon that Ron is a bit of a douchebag, she still has time to make a very good, strong connection with somebody else. Yeah, Cassie, we are entering Casa Amor territory timeline wise. Mm-hmm. What are your hopes and dreams for the next week? I think it's going to be very, very clear. So I think they're all aware that Casa Moore is coming up. I think that Ron will be on good behavior for the next couple of days. We'll start to stir shit with Lana and maybe like go just so he can go to Casa in a place where they're like unclear about where they stand. Like mm-hmm. he'll create that sort of distance for him. I think Will will be so lovely and loyal. Will and Shaq yeah. are going to be outside and they're going to be great about it. I don't think Tanya and Jesse will stray. I actually, I do think, I think that Shaq is a little bit more into Tanya than she is to him, but I still think that she's committed to the relationship. Um, so, same with Jesse. Like, I think that she's yeah. so into Will and she's not going to go elsewhere. It was actually really sweet tonight where she was like, I think we have something really unique and really special. We were like, yeah. that it is. Um, <laughs> but I think the rest is probably up is to play for. I don't know how I just, I cannot see Ron staying loyal. And then there's yeah. no other real strong. I, I actually find that Olivia and Kai, oh, I don't they're know. The one, they're the ones that I find interesting because you've got the really strong ones who you know are going to stay pushed. You've got the ones that you believe are going to, that something's going to happen. And then you've got like the Olivia's and Kai's and the like Tom and Sammy's where you're like, yeah, I don't know how that's going to pan out. They could stay or they could. And they're the ones that I find fun to watch during Casa more because you're like, it could go either way on either side of the fence. Like you just yeah. don't know. They're generally the ones who like, maybe nothing is happening, but they definitely contemplate it. They all sleep inside and they are not like, yeah. they're they're definitely sharing beds and they're thinking about things and maybe ultimately come back to the their chosen partners. I think, I think, I think Kai will actually, you know, turn his head. I think Tom, I think Shaq and Will will sleep outside. And I think Tom will sleep on his own whether that be inside or I think he's I could see him staying loyal mm, I think he really fancies her I hope she kind of I don't know maybe may there be definitely a strip and there's, it's always things he wouldn't expect as well yeah um but I hope I just hope Casa brings someone gorgeous I know. for Casey yeah 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 I want a little a little angel delivered to his doorstep so he can just have the most beautiful time. He might get on great with this one, Claudia. Now she's blonde. Maybe and like that could be that could be for him. Maybe we have her whole introductory interview that she did um, before arriving in the villa on our Instagram stories. Now, if you want to have a read before tomorrow night, we'll obviously get to know her pretty much uh, a little bit better tomorrow night. But for now, Cassie, I will talk to you again tomorrow night. But this is farewell to our listeners for another little while. Thank you for joining us again on the podcast properly. 
Um, and it was good to expand out some of those thoughts that I've heard snippets of before we've started yeah, recording for the last not couple of weeks. Not me screaming in the chat box. Yeah. My winners, my winners. We shall see. I mean, it's holding strong. Like, I, who would have thought? I mean, you did, but I didn't. So we <laughs> shall see. Till tomorrow. Thank you so much to Cassie Delaney for joining us on the show tonight. And thank you to you guys for being here each and every night. Thank you also to our gorgeous partners, Dyson. You can find us over on Instagram at MyPodOnPaper. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like. Tomorrow, we get to know Claudia. Let's see how that goes. We'll talk to you then. 